0: Hello, hello, it's Molly Kendrick with another episode of Can I Peel You For A Sack, where Bachelor Nation meets skincare. I'm going to be doing recaps of each episode of season 17 of The Bachelorette, so if you have not watched night one yet, definitely go watch it, come back. Otherwise, let's get right into it and talk about it. So normally I don't really get to talk about big news on my podcast because it normally drops on like a wednesday or like a tuesday night and then i'm like well crap i just recorded my podcast and i can't talk about it but just hours after the bachelorette season 17 premiere uh it was announced that chris harrison is no longer a part of the franchise according to deadline he allegedly received a mid-range eight-figure payoff maybe about around 50 million dollars or so and uh just promised to keep his mouth shut about all that has happened behind the scenes. And I mean, look, 19 years as host, you've seen some stuff go down that should, well, they would like to never see the light of day. So that's honestly, I'm kind of surprised he didn't get paid more. <laughs> um, but that's still a lot of money a lot of hush money, for sure. Uh, so there's that end of story. We have our answer to whether or not Chris Harrison is going to return, and he's not. And that's it. Speaking of hosts, let's talk about Caitlin and Tasha hosting season 17 of The Bachelorette, starring Katie Thurston. I'm absolutely obsessed obsessed. Loving this format. It's more relaxed. It's about girl power. Caitlin and Taisha are there to support Katie as friend figures. You can love them or hate them. Uh, but I think this is going to be such a cool, refreshing change on the season. And even if they end up doing something a little bit different in seasons in the future, I think that this is the way that they should go and kind of go off of this. I really, really love it. Everything about the season so far feels so refreshing even the music choices have been updated okay it's less whimsical and more poppy and modern I am the only person who has brought this up to literally anyone so maybe I I, that is just something that has made a really big impact on me the music choice but I feel like it really adds to this totally different vibe and it's more modern it's more youthful it's fresh I love it So I really love this music change and then, you know, even with their promos, they have different voiceover actors because in the past it would have been Chris Harrison, but not having him as part of the franchise anymore, um, you know, they had to outsource that. So, I mean, I don't know who they are. They sound like voiceover actors, not anyone from the franchise But I love that they're using a female voiceover actor in some of their show promos on social media. I think that's absolutely amazing. And I just I love that. I think they should keep doing more of that. As far as the guys go, I'm going to start from the end and work my way up to the cocktail ceremony. There's a lot that happens on night one. Not really a lot of drama that happens. It's really just talking about those first impressions, right? This is where I get into the spoilers, so if you haven't watched the premiere yet, maybe wait and come back and hear what I have to say. I only remember seeing three guys say goodbye to Katie at the end of the night, so I thought only a few of them went home, but it turns out there were definitely more guys that did not receive a rose night one Uh, my friend justin takes the batch on instagram has a chart of the guys that were eliminated so thank you justin for putting together uh all of that otherwise i would have no idea who went home because honestly for me it's there's so much going on I am not really paying attention, and it's really hard to keep track, especially in like the first few episodes of the show. You don't really know the guys yet. There's so many of them, and it's hard for me to keep track. So thank you, justin, for for this awesome chart on your Instagram. Justin takes the batch. Please go follow him. Well, the guys that went home were Austin, which I'm kind of surprised by. He was cute. Uh, Brandon, the motorcycle guy, Gabriel, he was the weird hug guy. That was awkward. Jeff, the skin salesman. I still wish that I would have learned what skin salesman entails because it sounds creepy. And the fact that he went home night one just makes me think that it probably is creepy. Sorry, Jeff. Landon, I'm actually surprised Landon went home uh, because he seemed like one of those like fun bachelor in paradise types of guys that they would have kept around. So I'm really surprised that he is no longer part of the season. Marcus, he was cute. And then Marty from Reno, Nevada went home night one as well. So that was seven guys that went home last night. All right, here are the guys that I like so far and I'm rooting for, and then I'll let you know who I think the villains are going to be. If I don't mention a guy, it's because he just didn't really make an impression on me, so you're not going to hear all the names here, but here's who I love. I love Andrew M., Andrew S., Cody, even though he was involved in some really random drama last night, I think he's got really, like, a fun energy about him, so I like Cody. Connor B., I actually like him. He's the cat guy, There's David, Greg, everyone loves Greg so far. Hunter, I am team Hunter. Uh, James and Michael, the dad, and then Trey. Trey has such good energy about him. Uh, Really excited about all of those guys. Here's who I think the villains are on this season. Number one, hands down, gonna be Blake Moynes. But I also think he ends up with Katie at the end of this. More on that in a minute. Aaron seems like trouble... Brendan doesn't really seem like he's there for Katie. I just don't see it. Connor C., I just think the whole baseball player thing. Athletes are hit or miss for me on this show. So Connor C., I'm just really not sure about his intentions. Carl, I think he might be the one who's there for followers. And he was also supposed to be on Clarentatia season. I'd say second behind Blake Moynes, though, is Justin, the artist painter guy Also, another guy that I just, I get bad vibes from him. I'm just reading a really negative energy. Even before the show, when they released the guy's photos, I was like, this guy is not good news. No. But Katie's really into him. Justin, the artist painter guy, really into him. They shared a really intense kiss. And so we'll see. But I just get bad vibes from Justin. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens with him. But yeah, I think like Justin and Blake Moynes are the top two villains of the show for their own unique reasons. And then I think there are um, there's definitely going to be some other dramas sprinkled in there with some other guys as well, I think. Okay, so this is sort of a spoiler, but not really because I don't actually know 100 percent for sure who Katie ends up with. But I have a pretty good guess that it is Blake Moynes that she ends up with at the end of the show. If she ends up with someone, we did see it in the promo towards the end of the night when they were kind of giving us a sneak peek at what's to come this season that Blake is definitely coming to New Mexico. Okay, like they told us that last night. I'm not spoiling that for you unless you haven't watched the show. I don't know why you're still listening then. But he believes Katie's the one. So he comes to New Mexico. And I just have a hunch that Katie told producers that she really liked Blake Um, Not knowing whether or not he'd actually come, but, you know, they probably asked, like, are there any guys from any previous seasons that you like? Just in the casting process of, like, what kind of guys do you like? She probably said Blake, and they're like, okay, um, Blake, do you like Katie? Oh, you do? Want to come to New Mexico? Cool. You're our villain. Come on over. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Blake was definitely invited. I don't think it was, like, pushed. I think he was probably just game when he found out that Katie was interested. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. They cast a lot of really nice guys on this show. So, of course, they've got to add some conflict. And I think that bringing Blake Moynes onto the show is going to be that perfect recipe for craziness. And I think he's willing to work with producers to get what he wants and and stir up that draw. I don't think he cares if it's dramatic or not. He's just going to he's a go getter. He's going to get what he wants. He's going to get the girl. Um. So he's probably feeling pretty confident coming in midway. I don't know when he comes in. So, yeah, that's my prediction for who she's going to end up with. I could be totally wrong. But I've also heard other comments that lead me to believe this happens, and I will just leave it at that. Tasha Adams is a new influencer for Agency Skincare, which I, I've seen some ads for it before. But then once I see Tasha talking about something, I'm like, okay. Even though she's getting paid to promote this, now you have my attention because I love Tasha. And and what is this really about? Do you actually like this, Tasha? Agency Skincare is one of those. It's like a, it's a prescription and you can subscribe to it and it's customized skincare basically. So she posted a couple of videos, paid partnerships on her Instagram about this product and it's basically just another product that she's added to her skincare at night and it's custom to her skincare goals. She wants to tackle anti-aging and get ahead of the game with that. And so they basically put together a custom formula for your skin based on what your skincare goals are and you talk to a dermatologist along the way and you're of course your skin is going to change so they'll adjust your formula as needed you can cancel at any time which i love because you know your skin is very personal and if it's just not working for you then you shouldn't be getting it but i do love that they will change it and they customize it to your skin so you like take photos of your skin and upload it or whatever probably do a consultation i'm guessing and then they'll put together a formula just for you with some prescription ingredients. You're looking for anti-aging or to tackle fine lines, um, dark spots, that kind of thing. Clear your pores. They've got different ingredients that can work for you. So she posted an update about a month after using this stuff. She uses it at night. Said that she was feeling like her skin was pretty dry for the first a few days and then they just told her to use a moisturizer. So obviously follow whatever the dermatologist recommends for you. If you try agency skincare again, like this, I'm, I'm not even like, I'm, I'm not selling this. I'm not promoting it. Um, I've never actually even, even tried this, but I saw Tasha talking about this. So I just want to share this with you that it's, it's interesting to hear other people talking about their experience and i actually do kind of want to look into this but i've been trying some other products that i'm actually really happy with like i just think you know at this point in the game as far as like my budget goes and everything and my level of commitment i think just using like retinol and that kind of stuff like i'm i'm good on that for now but this is definitely something i would look into down the road probably as far as cost goes so they have like a really basic formula where it's like They ship it out every two months. Okay, so it's $30 a month, which would end up being $60 per billing cycle, which is not that bad. And that includes free shipping. And then if you wanted to get that basic formula plus a dark spot formula, it's 46 bucks a month or $92 per billing cycle with free shipping, which is still not that bad. But I'm going to guess this is probably not paid like covered by your. Like an HSA or FSA, so this would probably just be coming out of pocket. So keep that in mind as well. But that seems like a pretty light investment for uh, skincare and you know preventative measures. If you want to ta- like get ahead of the game and tackle anti aging and stuff like that, it might be worth it for you. Um, so it's called Agency Skincare. If you want to learn more about that, I mean, look at Tasha's Instagram. And you can hear her talking all about it. But I'm definitely intrigued, and I would for sure probably try something like this. I've seen agency skincare ads pop up. And like I said, once Taisha starts talking about it, it's got my attention. So I don't know, this might be something that I would try in the future. Well, I'm Molly Kendrick. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Can I Peel You for a Sec, where Bachelor Nation meets skincare. I will be back next Tuesday with a full recap of what I think about night two of The Bachelorette season 17 featuring Katie Thurston. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, I'd love to talk behind the scenes at Molly on air. That's Molly with an IE and I'll catch you next week.